Glory to God. This is Apostle Andre Blaze. We're going to be finding our place uh, in Jeremiah chapter number one, please. Glory to God. The book of Jeremiah, uh, one of the major prophets in God's word. Jeremiah chapter one. And we're going to be looking at verse number 10. See, glory to God. I have set this day, set thee. Excuse me. See, I have set this day, I have this day set thee over the nations, glory to God, and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you for the word of God, glory to God, and the spirit of God. In these few moments, I pray that you feed me and your people. Touch my mind. Speak to my heart. Hide me behind the cross so that the people may see you instead of me. Lord, I pray and crucify my flesh afresh so that the people would see and sense the Spirit of God working, speaking, convicting, glory to God, and touching our very lives. May we be transformed by the renewing of our minds and Lord, help us to encounter you, glory to God, like never before in Jesus' name, amen. For a few moments, I'd like to speak from the subject of the harvest of God. One thing that's so important about this particular text is uh, we see that God called Jeremiah. This is Jeremiah's call as well as his glory to God, his commission to the nation of Judah. What's interesting about this call is he was not instructed by God, listen closely, to, to, to build and to plant. It was mentioned in this verse, Jeremiah 1 and 10, that he was to build and plant, but building and planting did not precede, glory to God, to come before rooting out and pulling down and destroying and throwing down. You say, what does that mean? How does that apply to our lives in regards to the subject and the title of the harvest of God. Well, it's very simple. Many of us, we go to church, glory to God, we read our Bibles, we pray, we do the sacraments, we believe in the baptisms. Of course, being baptized by water, of course, we believed in being baptized by the Spirit. We believe in the Word of God. We believe the Word of God uh, transforms our minds and hearts, and we believe in that. And we go through the motions of uh, evangelism and we, we witness to people. We share our faith. We show up at Sunday school and this is good. That means we are gathering information and revelation for our lives. But the difference is, is that the seed of the word of God will always bring forth a good harvest. But this message and lesson is designed to deal with and center around, glory to God, our personal root system. You say, preacher, what do you mean personal root system? You see, not only do things need to be planted in our life that speaks of God, which is his word, but there are some things that must be rooted out. So therefore, glory to God, listen closely, so that therefore 
the the harvest that God wants us to have, the fruit that he wants us to have will not be overshadowed or mixed with, glory to God, that negative fruit that's in our lives. In other words, wrong mindsets, wrong perspectives, wrong attitudes, wrong actions, reactions, habits, and hangups. Well, we see here that every living human being, glory to God, possesses a personal root system. No matter what kind of education we have, no matter our background, glory to God, whether Ivy League or whether, glory to God, doesn't matter about where we come from, how nice we look, uh, glory to God, whether we're a preacher or a teacher, the word of God doesn't matter about our um, spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts are totally separate from what we're talking about here. We're talking about character traits, the things that make up you. I'm talking about the flesh. You see, there's, 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 there's two parts to a person that they either walk in, the flesh or the spirit. The spirit of God is what we walk in as children of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, Romans 8, 14 and 15, these are the sons of God. But we don't always walk in the Spirit. So if we don't always walk in the Spirit, what are we walking in? Well, you guessed it, the flesh. The flesh is the immaterial part of us that does not align with God's Word. It's the immaterial, I'm feeling my help, part of us that's not in glory to God, uh, in sync with the Word of God. It's the part of us that rebels against God. Everyone has a rebel inside of them. I don't care if you're a priest. I don't care if you're Catholic, Methodist, Presbyterian, Free Will Baptist, glory to God, Southern Baptist, glory to God, Free Will Baptist. That's right. Church of God in Christ, Church of God, glory to God, Church of Christ. That's a lot of churches. That's a lot of Baptists because it doesn't really matter. What matters is, is that every person, no matter how spiritual you think you are or I think I am, we have that nature, which is an Adamic nature that we got from Adam, and it is called flesh. And out of the flesh comes always a negative harvest. Out of the flesh always comes, glory to God, those things that are not in line with God, those things that undermine the holiness of God, glory to God, is the very things that, glory to God, that do not glorify God, that fight against what God wants to do with us, okay? So we see, of course, Paul said in Romans seven fourteen, he says, for the good that I want to do, I don't do it, and the evil that I hate, I find myself doing. Glory to God. And he said, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. What was he saying? He was saying, I don't like my harvest. I don't like the personal root system that I received from Adam because it always brings forth death. Jesus put it like this in Matthew 7 and verse number 20. He says, glory to God, a good tree is going to bring forth good fruit. And a corrupt tree is only going to bring forth evil fruit. The flesh will never bring forth, listen closely, anything good. It cannot. It's not in harmony with God. It is against God. But the spirit who is glory to God is God, the spirit of God. That means the Holy Spirit, the third person, glory to God of the Trinity. He is God himself. So therefore he doesn't, he is right in sync with God. He is God and he, he's going to do the will of God. He is, he does, he is not moved to do evil. And those of us that have received the Holy Spirit, who is of course born again, is that as we yield to the Spirit, then we're going to have a harvest of goodness in our life. 
Every living human being possesses, as we said, a personal root system, a personal root system. The root system is a system of consistent choices, listen closely, that have progressed to the full maturity, glory to God, whether for the negative or the positive. I'll say that again. The root system of our life is is a system of consistent choices that have progressed to the full place, glory to God, of maturity, whether for negative or for positive. A drunk does not become a drunk, glory to God, by just one drink. No, no, that doesn't happen like that. No, 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 no. A drunk doesn't do that. One situation that makes you angry is not something that's going to characterize your entire life. It is consistently walking and make walking in the negative choices and 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 not utilizing our hearts, utilizing our minds to say, hold on, this is not the right behavior. And it's not about really uh, utilizing the mind. It's depending on the power of the Holy Spirit to, of course, address these issues because they, they actually go unchecked. Our glory to God, our root system, personal root system, uh, goes unchecked because we must utilize the Spirit of God and depend upon His insight, His omniscience, and His power to be able to uproot those person, the personal root system in our life, the wrong mindsets, glory to God, the wrong perspectives, the wrong attitude, the wrong actions, glory to God, the wrong habits, etc. The Bible says, be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever glory to God a man soweth, that shall he or she also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh, glory to God, reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit, listen closely, reap life everlasting. You'll find this in Galatians 6, 7, and 8. And of course, the Bible says, of course, it 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 it, it reflects that many times, glory to God, we have a tendency, yes, Lord, to cut off the branches of our corrupt fruit. In other words, stop doing this. All the while neglecting to uproot the, de- the, de- the degenerating roots system in our life. I'll say that again. Many times, glory to God, we have the we have the tendency, yes, Lord, to cut off the branches of our corrupt fruit. Now you say, what does it mean, Pastor, cut off the branches of corrupt fruit? Stop doing this. Stop doing that. That's what 12 steps is designed to do. Stop. It's not about stopping. Because it's like you go to a tree. And if you cut off a branch, that doesn't mean another branch is not going to grow back. If you cut off all the branches, it doesn't mean the branches are not going to grow back. You have to go to the root of that tree to uproot that tree. You have to deal with the root system. So sometimes people mean well and they're dealing with addictions, glory to God, by not going to the root system. See, the root system of addiction is not using drugs. The The root system to anger is not anger. Anger is a is a response to the addiction. Okay? It's, it's in other words, it's the addiction itself. But we don't need to drop the addictions to deal with the addictions. It's the things that led us to the addictions. It's the things and the feelings and the emotions that you feel before you do go get the alcohol, before you look at the pornography. What goes on in your mind? What is it? Many people they they deal with saying, okay, why would you why would you commit pornography? You don't need to remove. Uh, glory to God, glory to God, sexual sin through pornography or prostitution. 
Glory to God. It's not saying I'm going to stop that. It's not about cutting off the corrupt fruit. It's not about cutting off the branches that are connected to that sin. Jesus came, he came to this earth realm to deal with sin, but we must deal with the root system of what causes us to go there. So let's say, for instance, a man deals with pornography. Okay, he feels like he's not loved. He feels like he's not accepted. Okay, so that's his form of, that's his way of being love, even though that doesn't characterize love, not even with a figment of the imagination, even close to the figment of the imagination. But in his mind, that's what love is, somebody being with you. Okay, but but so, so people say, I don't understand. It doesn't matter about understanding us. I'm trying to understand what makes a man does that. It's that we have to take out, we have to uproot that by taking the word of God. First of all, allowing the Holy Spirit to deal with that and to show that man, that man has to know that's wrong and why that's wrong. Many people know things that are wrong, but they don't know why it's wrong. So therefore, they don't never have it uprooted out of their life. Until the Holy Spirit, not your wife, not your husband, not your pastor, shows you something is wrong. You see, the word reprove or repent means to cause to see. See, see, when the word of God is preached, God uses his word to preach. How shall they hear, glory to God, without a preacher? How shall he preach except he be sent? So in other words, as the word is spoken, only the word, not antics, not games, the word of God is spoken, then God, the Holy Spirit, takes the word of God and brings conviction or which means to cause to see, okay? The person is caused to see by the Holy Spirit, by himself, showing us by the conviction of the word, this is wrong. It's not about it's just wrong, but it but it's a deeper inward confrontation that the Holy Spirit conducts to our very soul. And then not only so so see that's why many people are not transformed. You can stop doing a behavior all day. You can get a patch and stop smoking cigarettes, but that doesn't mean that uh, you don't you don't desire a cigarette. You see. Okay, and what we do is we put down one sin and we get another. People stop smoking cigarettes only to drink. Okay, people stop doing smoking marijuana only to start smoking, smoking cigarettes. Okay, all right. So, so, and even if it's decreased down to just drinking coffee, deliverance is not simply choosing the lesser sin. To, to be able to uh, partake of. it Total deliverance means that God uproots that a degenerating root system out of our lives. It's amazing that Jeremiah's, it's very interesting that Jeremiah, glory to God's call and commission uh, and his first assignment, focus, and personal task concerning glory to God, the nations and the kingdoms of men was to root out. It wasn't to build, it wasn't to plant. It was to root, glory to God, out. It was not to build a plant. It was not to complement or cultivate. It was to simply root out. Somebody say, get it out. You got to get it out. You got to get it out. Many preachers are complimenting people and, and cultivating things, but you're cultivating mess. People have to be confronted about their sin. People have to 
have and be in the presence of in the atmosphere of Holy Spirit preaching, you see. It has to be an anointing. Because with that anointing, it, it speaks of anointing simply means to smear, to smear. It, it's, it's the ointment. It's the sweet fragrance of, of the presence of God. Either God is on it or he's not. Either God is in it or he's not. Glory to God. Either God is on it or he's not. On what? On the sermon. Either God is in it. In what? In the sermon. See, it's more than a sermon. It's a message. You see. Anyone can get a three-point sermon and present it. We're talking about a message, something that pierces your heart, you see. So Jeremiah's commission and call was not to, glory to God, build a plant. It was simply to root out. Notice something. In this, Jeremiah was to build and plant, but notice in the text that that doesn't come to the latter portion of the instructions. It says, see, see, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Most people will start with building and planting, but you got to root out. You got to tear down. You got to pull down. You got to destroy. You got to throw down. You see? Because if you just build and plant, listen closely on that which needs to be uprooted, you're mixing the harvest of God with the harvest of the world. That's why many people don't want to have anything to do with church now. They see God, but they see flesh involved in it. You see? See, bitter water and sweet water don't come out of the same fountain. Many people are seeing today Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde when it comes to the church. You can get up and run around the church. You can holler and scream. Glory to God. You can split your stocking and break your heel at the same time. And yet, glory to God, notice something. That doesn't impress people. You know why? Because people don't need Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Most of the things that are in the world are in the church. I don't bite my tongue. I will not. Because people need to hear what the truth is, and the truth is, is that it's not acceptable, glory to God, before a holy God. God is holy. God just don't want you to be a good preacher. He wants you to be a good husband. God just don't want you to be, uh, glory to God, a great salesperson, but he wants you to be a great wife. We must understand that we do not Look, we must understand that we do not possess the power in our flesh to root out anything in our lives. Many people say, I can root. No, you have, don't even have the power to, you don't even have the power and insight to locate. You see, uh, uh, we must depend solely, listen closely upon the power of the Holy Spirit in order to locate, glory to God, to identify and to root out those things, listen closely, that are deeply embedded in our soul. There are things in your soul I'm talking about in your soul. I didn't say your spirit. Your spirit, if you're saved, is as mature as it will be in eternity. When God saved you, he saved your spirit. Your soul is in the, is in the glory to God, is in the, glory to God, is in the process of being saved. Okay? Your spirit has been saved. 
So your spirit and my spirit, those of us that are in Christ and born again, is in full maturity and will not have, look here, God will not improve on it because he can't improve on it because we are full. Our spirit is always protected and covered by the Holy Spirit. So, so, so what part of us is it that's impure? It's the soul. And so as we, the soul is the mind, what we think, the emotions, what we feel and the will, what we choose. This is where we get caught up. This is where uh, Satan has an inroad to our very life. He has access. That's what I mean when I say inroad, I-N-R-O-A-D, inroad. He has an inroad. Like you say, I go to church, but I can snap at my wife. Well, that anybody can do that. Because the inroad is, is he works through our emotions, but we must bring our emotions under the control power of the Holy Spirit. Romans 6.13 says we are to yield ourselves, uh, uh, yield our members unto God. What are our members? Let me, let me give you this. Romans 6 uh, and verse number 13. The Bible says, neither give ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead. Uh, your members as instruments of unrighteousness, of righteousness unto God. So in other words, what does that mean? What are your members? Your members are your eyes. Your eyes are a member. Your mind is a member of your body. Your ears are a member. They, they're used for hearing, of course. Eyes are made for seeing. Mind is made to think. Your hands are members to made to touch things, to pick up things, to carry things, to grasp things. Okay, the member, your feet are members, or members, or members to be able to go to and fro, to be able to stand to be able to run, to be able to jump, your feet. So just as we have members that are that are, uh, a, that are part of the makeup of our physical body, I feel the teacher, they are members, I, we have spiritual members, okay? And we are, to, we are to yield our physical members, rather, to the Holy Spirit, you see. I got to give these physical eyes to God by not depending on what I see, the Bible says we walk by faith, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, and not by what? Sight. So not by sight simply means, glory to God, listen closely, that I'm not to depend upon what I see. God wanted me to tell someone what you see is happening, but what you see is not reality. It's real, but it's not reality. And it's not the finality of what God's going to do with it, baby. You may you may see sickness, but you're going to see, uh, glory to God, victory over glory to God and health and, and long life and peace in your situation. You may see poverty or you may see lack, but it is it is it is it is not the finality of the fact that guess what? You are the lender, not the borrower. You are blessing the city, blessing the country. You see, we possess not the power in our own flesh to root out anything in our lives. We must depend, listen closely, solely, that means only, exclusively upon the power of the Holy Spirit in order to locate to identify and to root out those things that are deeply embedded in our soul. We have some things deeply embedded in us that's so deep, we don't even know that they're there. Psalm 139, 23 and 24 says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me, that means to test me, and know my thoughts. Listen closely, glory to God, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and then lead me in the way everlasting. 
The word search me, the words search me, simply means to properly penetrate. It means to examine intimately. It's not a surface examination. It is intimately. It's not what I do. It's why do I do what I do? It's, it's, it's my, my, uh, um, my train of thought. Why do I think what I think? Some people think they process things correctly and you don't. You don't. But because of consistently operating in the way we have been operating, we take it as that is true. No, just because something is common, a behavior, a mindset, a perspective, an attitude, an action, a reaction, or a habit, just because it's common to us and we are accustomed to it, doesn't mean that it is right before God. And only the Holy Spirit, glory to God, is able to locate, that's right, and to uh, address those attitudes. Okay? So, okay, uh, uh, we are short-sighted. That's right. As a people, glory to God, when it comes to the process of rooting out, glory to God, the degenerating systems of the mindsets, the perceptions, the perspectives, the attitudes, and the actions. We must be penetrated, listen closely, glory to God, by the Holy Spirit, by the Spirit of God and the Word of God. In order for the root system to be eliminated, the soul must be penetrated. That's a nugget. In order for the root system of our lives, of our very souls, to be eliminated, the soul, glory to God, must be penetrated. The word penetration, glory to God, simply implies entrance and exposure. If there is no penetration, then there will be no exit of that which hinders us. I'll say that again. Glory to God. If there is no penetration, then there will be no exit of that which hinders us. Glory to God. Just because our personal behaviors, as I said, are common to us, does not mean that they are acceptable to God. One of the most deceiving, glory to God, thoughts that the enemy has presented to us is, it can't be wrong if it's working for me. Do you know that certain people have things that's working for them, but that doesn't mean that it's right? See, because see, what you what you count as working for you, that is not a problem that you accept, doesn't mean that that's the truth of God. You see, you see, a marriage does not work, uh, and is not acceptable in the eyes of God based on what works for you. You see. See, the Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the problem is the reason why that we suffer with the wrong mindsets, the wrong perspectives, the wrong attitudes, the wrong actions, the wrong reactions, and the habits is because we have allowed these common ways of living, these common ways, glory to God, of thinking to infiltrate our very minds, and then that becomes our norm. You see, the problem is, is when your norm, with things that become our norm, if they're not in line with God's word, then they become strongholds. The things that become norms or normal or common to us that are not in line, listen closely to God's word, then they become strongholds, you see. So, So if the truth be told in Jesus' name, the issue is not whether it's working for you, glory to God, or me, but rather what does the word of God have to say about the matter, my God, 
You see, see, we got to know how to ask the right questions in order to deal with the root system of our lives. Okay. The Bible says in Hebrews 4 and 12, before we get out of here, for the word of God, the glory to God is quick and it's powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of joints and the marrow and is a discerner of, <coughs> excuse me, of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Notice something. God takes his spirit and his word to cut and divide the soul and the spirit. The soul is the mind, what we think, the emotions, what we feel, and the will, what we choose. So what I, my mind, my will, and my emotions are in conflict with the spirit and my human spirit that is born again. So God has to divide those by his word. The word, so what happens if you're sitting in a church and you do not get God's word? Now notice something, what does it mean, the word? This word, the word, is not just what's in the Bible. It speaks of the essence, the ascent, the essence of the word itself that you actually literally get Jesus. The Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. So in other words, some people are preaching the Bible, but they are not preaching the word because they are not studied. They're not studious. They are not rightly dividing what God says. And see, see, there's the word and then there's the spirit of the word. God says you got to get both of them. You could read the Bible and get the word, but you're not getting, if you don't get the spirit of the word, meaning that the meaning behind what is being said and conveyed and to know the proper application, glory to God, I'm feeling my help of what God is saying, then guess what? That personal root system is going to go unchecked and you're going to have a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. That's right. Uh, uh, glory to God, harvest. God says, I want to clean up all the things that are affecting my harvest in your life. He wants to get all the bad fruit out of the garden and he wants his good fruit to be, to be put on display before the world. Look here, this is Apostle Blaze signing off, but not signing out. I'm out of time, but not out of word. The harvest of God, the harvest of God Please check us out on KOKA, 980 AM, 93.3 FM, Monday through Friday. That's right. And on Saturday at the hour of 12. Please check us out too as well or the podcast. And this is a podcast, of course, I need to know. It's an extension of the podcast on My 45 every Monday morning at 6.30. Every Monday morning at 6.30, I need to know. You'll view it. You'll see it. And please help us get the gospel out by donating to this particular ministry, dollar sign E-S-A-P-E. Download the Cash App and put in dollar sign E-S-A-P-E. If you're not familiar with Cash App or comfortable with Cash App, just, just mail a check or money order. Help us out with this ministry because we've got ministry uh, radio on a radio station uh, in, in North Carolina. 
We're on three different radio stations, GSSLradio.com, KOKA, and of course, a new radio station. It's not new, but it's it's a new adventure for us. The Lord's enlarged our coast. We're in North Carolina five days a week at 11 o'clock that time. Now, notice something. Just write uh, and make your checks or money orders payable to Away of Escape Ministries, or you can make it payable to Apostle Andre Blaze, Andre Blaze. And you can send it to P.O. Box 3823, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71133. We ask for your help because we use these funds to send the gospel out and to give people sound doctrine and teaching of his word so that people may be encouraged and be able to walk and know how to navigate in their faith. And of course, we just want to encourage you. No gift that you give is too small. If you like to come and, and worship with us, come to uh, uh, 2328 Barksdale Boulevard in the city of Bossier. That's right. 71112 is the zip code. That's right. Yes, yes, indeed. 2328 Barksdale Boulevard every Monday night at 7, every Wednesday night for midweek. Uh, Tree of Life, um, Life Group in Prayer. And of course, you will not be sorry. Look here, keep us in prayer. We'll pray for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Look here, love you in Jesus' name. Share this podcast with somebody. You'll never know it'll make a difference in their life. The harvest of God. And I'm really contemplating, depending on the Lord's moving, to do a part number two. And of course, there's a lot of wealth of information here that's going to break the change in our life, that's going to open up some things in our life. God told me to tell you, he's opening up some things for you. Your harvest is on the way and it's suddenly going to come upon you and it's going to arrest you. You've got some great things coming because you have sold, you have loved, you have given. And this is not just overnight or a few days or a couple of weeks or a year. You've been serving and living for God for years and God is saying your harvest is due. Your due season is here. Just continue to do what the Lord tells you on a daily basis. Walk in a spirit of thanksgiving, glory to God, and wait for the bursting forth. God gave me that earlier today. He said your harvest is going to burst forth. It's going to come out of nowhere, and it's going to come when you least expect it. And when it comes, you're going to know that that is your due season. God bless you. May God keep you. This is Apostle Blaze signing off, but not signing out. And take care. God bless.